0: Everyone, I'm Kelly Harrell, author, modern animist, and runes fangirl. Soul Intent Arts is my spiritually focused practice, and you're listening to What in the Weird, my podcast in which I talk about runes, animism, soul tending, and how all of that intersects through sacred activism on my path. Hi, everybody. I just want to give you a reminder before we get started that the Rune Wisdom Summit is underway and you can still join it. It's completely free and there have already been some great presentations given. Mine is on working with the runes in season and I'm seriously stoked to hear all the other panelists speak. So you can register for the Summit by going to my Instagram account, which is kelly soul arts. And follow the link in my profile. And I'd love to hear what you think about the Telesummit. This is the first time that Kim Wilbon has done a Telesummit on runes. And I think it's been really great so far. But I'd really love to hear your thoughts too. I'd also like to thank everybody for your support of my book that came out last month, Runic Book of Days. It has done wonderfully well. And I've had several readers write to tell me about their experiences with the seasonal initiation. So, the current one is Samhain or Winter Nights, and I would love to hear how you're progressing through the seasonal wheel and how the book has helped you with that. Then, you can find it at all retail shops and online. Since the last episode, we have completed the first Et in terms of the seasonal progression, and we've begun the second with Hagalaz. So I'm just going to say straight up, Hagalaz is one of the runes that nobody wants in their rune casts. It's it's sad, but true. I don't want to hurt its feelings, but it and the first few runes of the second Et are kind of the Jan Brady's of runic divination. People cringe or get really upset when they come up. And I'm going to talk about those other runes that kind of have that same effect. But before we get to that, I want to talk more about the challenges of the second et and the timing of Hagalaz. So the challenges of the first et were predominantly how to be a good soul in form, like how to, how to get here, how to take care of yourself when you get here, um, how to stay sort of a good person while you're figuring out how everything works. And, and it ends on a high note, you know, we end on wunyo, which is joy. You did it, you figured it out, you've mastered it, you're doing a great job as a soul informed So then we move on to the next challenge. And the next set of challenges in the second et, they double down. It's not the second et for no reason. The challenges double down. And that is because you have to take all of the wisdom of the first et of figuring out how to be a good soul in form and do that while everybody else around you is doing the same thing. And it sounds like just a, you know, a little juxtaposition problem, maybe a few logistical issues, but this is where that whole law of attraction thing really comes in for the modern like, you know, new age people. And for people who are more attuned to Nordic studies, this is where weird weaving becomes significant. As a whole in the second ed, this is the point where you realize that you are not the only ball in the game. There are a gajillion other balls doing their thing, trying to be good humans or good grasshoppers or or whatever it is that their lot in life is. And they're trying to make the choices that help them be fulfilled alongside you making your choices that help you be fulfilled. And the issue with that is when we start bumping into each other. And we start bumping into each other pretty much right away. So, Hagalaz. And and what is that about? What is this season about? I talk about this in depth in Runic Book of Days. One of the things that I bring up a lot and have for years is this concept of the dark time or the dead time. I've blogged about it a ton. If you go search for that on my website, soulintentarts.com. You'll find information about that there. So the dark time is winter, but it's about more than just weather. It's about what a harsh and severe change the transition from having sunlight predominant to darkness predominant does to the human psyche. It's about the close of the growing season. Literally, our our harvest is done. And we've had to realize from that whether we have what we need to get to the next sun season. It's about staying sane in the deprivation of sunlight. It's about confronting our own mortality in that process. Literally, are we going to have enough stuff? Are we going to have enough stuff to physically be okay and get to the other end of this? Which also calls to mind deep connections to our ancestors, We start thinking about our own mortality and about how the people before us mastered getting to the next sun time when we are challenged by that ourselves. So when you think about those aspects of this darkness in the year, historically, ancestrally, and even now, how the dark season affects us with seasonal affective disorder, it's easy to see why the dawning of the shadow time turns our psyche to more creepy thoughts. With those aspects of the season in mind, let's talk a little bit more about Hagalaz and this cycle that it begins. So the first of the second et, it means hail. It represents adversity, literally of a frozen variety, but is generally interpreted as caustic, external, uncontrollable change. It's a pretty damn big deal, and it explains why nobody wants it in their cast. It means cataclysmic change that just kind of happens. There's not necessarily any warning. There's no idea of how it's going to manifest and dealing with the outcome of that destruction. So Hagalaz is also the first of the winter runes, and this is kind of a micro cycle that starts to play out in the first part of the second ep. So Hagalaz is followed by these. This is the the, not this rune, the, the rune about needs and constraint. And then followed by Isa, which means stillness. And each one of these three runes represents their own aspects of winter, that which is literally frozen and we're required to understand how to do well with them before we can move on to the next one. That's the case with all the runes, right? But some of them are a little more easy to deal with or at least a little more favorable to our circumstances and offer a little bit of control. Not so much with the winter runes. And as with all the runes, there's a silver lining and a sense of timing to what the winter runes bring. Hail melts. You know, it becomes groundwater that nourishes crops and the atmosphere and us. But we're not really thinking about nourishment in the middle of the destruction that it causes. It's just human nature that we are focused on the problem and its emotional impact on us rather than what good can come out of it. The thing that to remember about Hagalaz is it's not reversible. In fact, side note, none of the winter runes are reversible. Yay. But that means that it can't be bypassed. And, and I know that that's like a seriously warped ass silver lining, but the thing about something that is just an absolute means you have to get a coping skill. You have to learn how to deal with it. And the the thing about Hygolize is there's no sugarcoating and we, we have to figure out how to move on. That's what it brings us. Hagalaz forces us into a solution state of mind. It forces us to be our own catalyst that shifts our state of thinking from one that's catabolic to one that's anabolic, meaning we're forced to think less about destruction and more about construction. Are we happy about it? Probably not. I'm not suggesting that you ignore your own emotional state and process that's required to get you to that building state of mind but that is exactly what it is higlas results in a state of mind that is what can be built from the rubble as you go into the dark season have your resources ready i mean that's really the the main thing that Hagalaz offers us at this time of year. It's kind of like a warning. This is here. You know it's coming. Winter is winter. Are you ready? And that might be literal. Like, are you in a place geographically where you need to have lots of food provisions and stores? Do you need to stock up on things? Do you need to stock up on gas and wood to keep yourself warm? Don't forget the things that keep you sane either. What is in your emergency mental health kit? What phone numbers of people do you need to know? What um, contacts or, or roles do you need to have covered in an emergency situation? What music comforts you? Literally, what music, what movies, what what television shows help you feel reconnected to your humanity? And From an animistic standpoint, what spirits of the cold season are allies? What offerings can you give to them? How can you honor them this time of year? It's the only time of year that some nature allies are here. How can you show up for them? Now is the time to get the self-care part of your house in order. That's it for this episode. If you have questions or insights about Hagala's the season, or just need a cheerleader, feel free to email me at kelly at solentonarts.com or call in through the Anchor app, which you can download for Android and iPhone. Also, check out earlier episodes by downloading them from Google Play or iTunes. They're also available on other platforms. And if you get a chance, check out Everyday Animism, which I co-host with a couple of other wonderful people, which is also available on Anchor. You can learn more about me and my work and what blasphemous things I've been posting about by visiting SolentonArts.com or on Instagram at Arts. I'm Kelly, and thank you for listening to What in the Weird. Mm-hmm.